All right, back on the morning show with Anthony. Uh, fascinated by technology, the future. We talk about media and things like this all the time. Uh, what's interesting and where we're going to see the next big war waged is amongst the streaming services. Like the streaming services has have already won. You know, the days of the the networks and I feel like it really hit cable. Like the cable channels are the ones that are taking a beating. I think we'll always have NBC, CBS, uh, ABC, Fox. I think those will be able to stick around, you know, between sports and news and some shows. I think they'll be okay. But the cable networks like, you know, TNT and, you know, if you don't have a if you don't have a big dog on your network, it doesn't have to be huge. You know, you look at True TV and the prank brothers there, the four guys. What is it? Impractical Jokers. That's just the Impractical Joker network. They're just on all the time. Doesn't even matter. Right. It doesn't even matter. You just need a couple of you know, a couple of things. The Bar Rescue Channel, I don't even know what that's called now. They keep changing the name of it. It was Spike. It's now Paramount Network. Yeah, doesn't really even matter. Um, streaming services have kind of knocked those guys out a little bit. That They literally have one or two shows they produce, and that is basically it. But um, the war on streaming services is going to really begin. In fact, it's already begun because you look at some of the moves that some big entities have done in trying to acquire IP, and that has been the big scoop over the last few years. People are going around buying up IP like crazy, you know, owning the neg, having the IP, that's that's really where the money is, and the reason why that's where the money is, the reason why people are going out spending so much on this IP, intellectual property, for those of you who don't know, is because they know that they can start their own streaming service or that the streaming services are going to have to pay up to get this material. Case in point, Friends. The rumors were, oh, Friends is going to leave Netflix. Friends is going to leave Netflix. Netflix secured Friends for $100 million. Wait for it. Wait for it, damn it. For one year. $100 million for one, count them, one year. Now, that's not crazy because if you remember what, like, T I think TBS paid Seinfeld $100 million, but that was for a while, I think. I don't know the specifics of that deal. Forgive me, Jerry, if you're listening. But um, I remember that being like, the oh, my goodness. What's pretty big about this, because all these years later, you'd think that that money would go up, but it kind of does because it's 100 mil over one year. But what's significant about this is take a guess at how much Netflix paid for Friends last year. Put a number in your head. They paid 100 million for them for 2019. What do you think they paid for 2018? $30 million. $30 million. Friends gained $70 million, not because the show got any better, not because they added more episodes, but because the market changed. There's more people out there bidding for these shows. Um, AT&T, now own, they, own the, they own Friends? Is that, is that what I'm believed to? They have a thing? 
Because of Warner, Warner Media is going to launch their own three-tiered streaming service. So that is something that a lot of people are going to have to contend with. So that's AT&T. They're going to launch their own service. I think they own or is there some one of the companies that they own has the right. Is that what it was? I don't know. It was something like that. But they're coming out with their own service. Uh, Disney Plus, Disney has announced their own streaming service, Disney Plus. So they're going to pluck away the bunch of the Marvel properties that Netflix has. Um, and of course, you have Amazon and you have Hulu already in the mix. And uh, AT&T believes, in fact, their chief executive, Randall Stevenson, said... We think there's only room for two or three streaming services and we plan on being one of those services. Well, whoever owns this stuff and doesn't have to fork over the cash for it is going to be in a far greater position than those who have to pay, like Netflix. So if you were wondering, boy, why is Netflix spending $7 billion on producing their own content? Well, this is why. <coughs> this is why they're doing it. It's actually cheaper. Produce your own employ your own people, you know, get, get a stand-up comic to come in, give them a special, give them a show, right? You give them a couple, you work out a deal, you know, three things they were producing, you save a little cash, then if you're paying three separate shows. Forking over $100 million. And you know how important these shows are. I, I really st still strongly feel to this day the main reason why I pay Netflix is not so much for the movies, it's for The Office. I cannot stop watching The Office. My wife and I, we just have The Office on 24-7. I mean, it's sickening. There's not a week goes by that we don't watch The Office. We literally go from episode one to the series finale in consecutive order all the time from one to the next. I'm ki I kid you not. We're running around with the kids. We're doing this or that. I'll throw an episode on. Put the kids to bed. I'm exhausted. I don't want to really do anything or think. I got to work on this thing. My wife's doing whatever she's doing. Just put an episode on. You know, we keep it on in the background. We've seen, I, I have to, I swear to you, at least 50 to 60 times we have watched the entire series. And we're not alone on this. You're probably thinking, oh, yeah, I do that with this show. Maybe it's Friends. Maybe it's The Office. Maybe it's whatever. Big bucks, man. Big bucks in keeping content like this. And, and Netflix knows how important it is to keep a show like Friends because they wander off to AT&T's new Warner uh, new streaming system. They lose all their Marvel movies and shows to Disney. It's going to start looking real bare over at Netflix. You guys remember the early days of Netflix, right? It was like, oh my God, I could stream movies. This is great. And you went on there and you looked around and you're like, what the hell movies are these? I've never even heard of these movies. There was like three awesome movies and the rest was just B movie after C movie after E movie. And you were just like, well, this kind of sucks. And then they started building from there, became what they became. But it's true. There's going to be like, that's the next war. Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, Warner into the fray. You got HBO. How many 999s are you going to fork out? One, maybe two. How many are you doing right now? I'm doing two. 
which is kind of a lie because I pay for one and another family member pays for another and we're sharing the passwords, which is legal. You can do. You can have like four or five things on one account. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing Amazon and I'm doing Netflix and I also pay for HBO. So that's but I pay for that through my cable and I get the other uh, streaming thing. So I guess technically three if you want to count it like that. But I don't know about you, but I definitely get into this like how much am I like I am being nine ninety nine to death. Nine ninety nine to death. The amount of stuff I'm paying monthly between my phone. You know, I use Photoshop and things like that for work here. I'm paying that that you can't even buy that anymore. That has to be monthly. Your streaming services. My storage on Dropbox, like all this, all this. I'm being $9.99 to death. I don't even want to count it. If I counted how many things I'm paying $9.99 for a month, I'm probably well over like $150, $200 in stuff that I need. So I believe that two are only, only really room for two or three things on the uh, streaming platforms is which ones will survive. And it's going to be the ones that own the IP, that own the neg on a lot of these uh, films and TV shows. But it's hard to do. You got to be able to do it the right way. We saw that with Sony and Crackle. Like, you ever tried to watch Comedians in Cars getting coffee when it first came out on Crackle? It was damn near impossible. They couldn't even figure out how to get the shows to play in subsequent order. You'd put on the thing. It would be displaying the last show updated not the first show in the series. So you'd have to go down to show number one and watch it. It wouldn't go automatically into show number two. You had to go back out and go into show number two. And then when you watch show number two, you know where it brought you? Not to three, down to one. I mean, the dumbest thing ever. I'm pretty sure whoever's running the LIRR today used to run Crackle. They just could never get the tech side of it together. And see where they are today. They are, they're not even, they're barely even a streaming service. They're so far. People don't even know what Crackle exists. As soon as Seinfeld left for Netflix, that was the end of Crackle. Interesting stuff. Interesting thing to watch. The next war being waged will be amongst the streaming services. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Morning Show with Anthony Podcast. You know we're available on all the podcasters out there. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can get the Morning Show with Anthony Podcast and subscribe on whichever service you prefer to use. If you're on iTunes, make sure you guys rate and review our podcast. That helps us climb up the ranks a little bit. And of course, check out the home of the podcast. It's WEHM.com. We have a Morning Show vlog there as well. Tons of music news updated every single day several times a day and uh, lots of great contests too especially if you live in the new york area we give away a lot of concert tickets to some amazing shows all throughout new york city long island and new jersey so go to whm.com and make sure you guys follow us on social everywhere you'll see my personal links under the on-air tab just click on anthony